Yeah, it's important. He says from the county tavern, she's good and worth listening to, so if you give her a bit of tuneness, thanks, Woo! please. She was tall and handsome, and she nearly stole his poor heart away. You're listening to Irish Radio Candidate Home and Abroad, and I'm delighted to be sitting and having a chat with Lisa O'Neill, and Lisa's from County Cavan, and she will be joining us here in Ottawa and Toronto on the 15th and 16th of August. She's at the Redbird in Ottawa and the Drake Underground in Toronto. And it's not her first trip to Canada. She's been before. She's been in Vancouver and in Toronto, but it will be her first trip to Ottawa. And Lisa has been uh, making waves, I suppose, uh, in the recent years, and has been getting a lot more attention and notice, and has been touring with Glenn Hansard, and um, is said originally from County Cavan, uh, went to Dublin, studied in Ballyfermot for uh, seven years, and she worked in the service industry there before. I guess that would be when you got into music full time. Tough all she wrote, Lisa. Delighted to be able to have a chat with oh. you. Hello, Austin. Nice to see you, hear you. Um, so, um, music and you growing up, I, you come from a little village of less than 700 or thereabouts in County Cavan. Uh, where was your introduction to music? Well, I always kind of find it hard to answer that question. I'm not sure what answer people are looking for. It was always there. Um, I grew up, my father was a musician, so, you know, I, I always remember music being um, part of the environment. Uh, and, um, you know, uh, I loved it. I think I was singing before I was talking, so. But I, I picked up an instrument at the age of seven, which was the tin whistle. So maybe that might answer your question. Yeah, well, I know, I you see, in, in, in Ireland, as we were all growing up, you know, when we went to school, uh, particularly when you went to um, national school or whatever, or before national school, you were introduced to music lots, lots of times by the nuns. Uh, so, and in a small village, it probably was in every nook and cranny of the village. Well, we were all in the choir in schools, that's for sure. Yeah. And the Martin, uh, where I played the whistle for seven years, and... Um, and then I picked up a guitar at the age of 13, and I started to sing then, 13, 14. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And when did you get the yearning to want to make music your life? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> well, for a woman who didn't, you, you, you've, you've turned around and made it your life. <laughs> it, 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 it is... Um, a huge part of my life but I I don't look at the world that way I don't remember making big calls or decisions along the way that I want to do that or you know I just found it, it, it was the thing that I was doing more naturally I was gravitating towards it and 
I mean, even to this day, I don't know if I'd be happy to say I want to make it my life. I mean, it's it's much deeper than that. It's it's a part of me, and, and I'd probably be lost without it. But I don't ever remember making the decision. When you say it's a deeper part of you, I know we're all very saddened by the death of Sinead O'Connor, and music was very much a part of her life, because she used it as a means of expressing and in the same way, I would say, you use music as a means of expressing who you are. Would that be fair comment? Yes. I, I mean, and I don't, um, to be very careful with words, I don't um, don't make music so people can hear who I am. But I, I certainly do uh, go to it to express and tease my way through things, um, especially the difficult stuff. Um, so... Yeah, it's music um, to musicians who are doing it all the time. It means so many things, you know. It, it's healing and it's medicine and it's like an athlete not using their muscles, you know, not exercising. It it feels very... Yeah, one can get depressed if you're not making because you're ignoring a part of yourself, I suppose. Um, and I'm very saddened by Sinead's death. Um it's, I can't believe I'm so gutted by someone I didn't know very well passing away. She's such a huge impact on us all. And I don't remember not knowing about Sinead O'Connor. She was always there, you know. A wonderful, wonderful person, a huge inspiration. Um, not only as a singer, but as an activist and a woman and a truth teller and... I just I thought she was wonderful and I met her a couple of times and um she's beautiful, you know, she's beautiful soft, um gentle energy to be around. She was magical. Mm-hmm. I had the I had the wonderful opportunity of interviewing her in two thousand and eleven. Uh, and we sat and chatted for close on an hour and it was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Dublin here and or into London an hour ago, knowing that she passed away here yesterday. Life's so delicate, isn't it? Yes, indeed. And to that extent, when you, and I, I said this often to the singer-songwriter, when you bear your soul as you do when you write, and you then put that in front of an audience, do you, does, do you feel vulnerable? Um, not, re- not very much in front of the audience, no. Um, there seems to be an unspoken understanding that they, they're open and I mean by the time I sing this song on stage um, I've really thought whether I'm ready to sing it or not and of course I care about how, what they think but they're not the areas I feel vulnerable in in the career it's more the superficial side of things the business the, um, some interviews not this one um, but yeah, sometimes maybe I feel that when um, people are trying to squeeze you into a box and um, it doesn't matter what you say, they still want you in that box. That's tough. Yeah, and then when you write, um, would you, are you using your writing in any kind of a journaling methodology? Like, is it is it helping you to express what you may not be comfortable expressing or may not express in any other format? 
Yeah, I, well, I think song and poetry and any medium of art um, is very giving in that sense that it gives us um, an opportunity to express from a different point of view that you wouldn't so easily do in conversation. Uh, we can be abstract, we can um, be metaphorical, um, and that's all very helpful. I, I mean, like for example, I found myself a couple of times trying to write a, like a little, little children's song coming from a very innocent point of view or a, a little puppet show I started writing once and um, very quickly I found uh, I, through these characters that I was able to tease out other things I didn't realise I wanted to express. So you're safer um, behind a mask uh, for want of a better word. Or you can go further and deeper um, with a puppet um, than just um, to be completely, you know, I can't think of the word Austin. Well, uh, in a way, you'd be, you'd be, you can be quite raw if you don't have some of what, I guess, what the protection of the puppet gives you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're not really leaving behind it um, for your private uh, world, your private life. So I think it, we're always navigating towards our private world and the world that we are willing to um, put out there to the public. And so when you ask, are we vulnerable going on stage? Do I feel vulnerable performing the songs? Not really, because I wouldn't do them. Careless, I wouldn't bring a song on carelessly. I've really thought I, I'm happy to share that. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you look back, what would you say or who, well, who might be have influenced you in your music? Oh, so many. I mean, it's... Can I name some of them? Oh, you then? do I mean, indeed, do indeed. It's quite In the house growing up, we were listening to a lot of Queen and uh, the Beatles and the Dubliners and um, Karen Carpenter was one and Willie Nelson and Patsy Cline and then my brother then was influencing me with what he was interested in Pink Floyd and then I found um, Tom Waits and Nick Cave and then um, I, you know Sinead O'Connor was always there and Tracy Chapman some of the great female singers and writers and Nina Simone um, and Karen Dalton and they just I, and you know I'm still finding them and Johnny Mitchell is another one but quite varied and Joanna Newsom is one I found in, in my uh, late 20s um, and that's a woman closer to my own age Californian singer-songwriter and finding her lyrics sort of changed my world a little, like in a big way because uh, I thought wow this woman is really going very deep it's, it was refreshing and um, so experimental you know um, I could go on forever about who has influenced me Planksty as well and Christy Moore Andy Irvine but I've always loved the songwriters you know what, what has come across there is such a broad um Base because oftentimes you get someone in the music business and they'll say, you know what, there was one individual that uh, really stood out, be it a Johnny Mitchell or a, a Chris Christopherson or something. But such you, you had such a varied between Queen and, and 
and a lot of other others that um, it, uh, nobody could ever say that um, you have adopted or you're trying to, um, I suppose, take from any one of what you just said and the originality of what you do then comes through in your own work. Um, I couldn't help but notice on one of your... your um, I had a weird thought because I know Sharon Shannon had done the cabin potholes, but you have potholes in the sky. And <laughs> I, I just had, had to reflect on that one. But um, when <laughs> do you consider or do you work? When you do your music, do you do it as any kind of a discipline? Because it can often be difficult when you're touring or with the lifestyle that goes with music to either take the time to catalogue your inspiration or to set the time aside to do it? When we're in, tr in transit, on the move, um, yeah, it is difficult on the road, um, but it, in a way it's as difficult at home when I have the time as well. It's, it's not easy to find discipline, and I wonder sometimes is that part of the process as well that I would be, um, if I did overthink and try and find myself um, a more of a regime uh, routine um, would I lose uh, some creativity uh, on the road I do my best to see when we're on the road then we're moving it's actually quite inspiring because you know you're in a new city all the time and constantly stimulated and moved by uh, new people places culture and um, I'm often more inspired on the move than I would be at home. Um, it's a different state of mind, and uh, I'd rarely write on the road, but from time to time I do take a, a later night in the hotel and just, just move with it. I sat up late last night because I was so um, thoughtful about Sinead and reflective about it, and I didn't want to go to bed. I just wanted to sing. And I thought, well, I'll do that tonight because tonight is, t you know, I felt it, really felt it for her. Um, I I document an idea if I can, a line or two, or I'd record if it was melodic into my phone. But it's very hard to capture emotion a couple mm. of months later or six weeks later down the road. So I think if you're really feeling very strongly and you're compelled to um, uh, express uh, on any given day, be it on the road or at home, try and get that down. Uh, I try and record it on my phone because I, I might write it down and write the chords down and the idea down but by the time I go back to it the feeling is not as intense so yeah, yeah. I mean I'm answering you but I, I don't know if I'm giving you I know, no, it's, there, as you know you and I know there's no such thing as a right or wrong answer that's, that's the, mm. beauty, the beauty of, of uh, an individual Um when you look back, Lisa, can you identify what you would, what I would say might be a pinch-me moment in your career where you were either on stage or in a situation for music and you kind of said, is this really happening? Am I the one that's actually here? Uh, so many. I've had so many of them and they're, they're amazing. There was one... It stood out for me. I don't know how many years ago it was. It was Shane McGowan's 60th birthday. And we were celebrating it in the National Concert Hall. And I was invited along among all these 
um, wonderful singers and performers, legends really, heroes of mine, um, to, to sing a few songs as well of Shane's, for Shane, for his birthday. And um, that night, I really, I remember going back up to my dressing room and thinking, is this really happening? And um, Sinead O'Connor was there that night and she stole the show. She was amazing. And I hung out with her and we met. And um, Nick Cave was there and I met him as well. And I just, that was a, it was a real, that was, and Shane was there. And yeah, that was a total nip myself moment. And I being counted among these people here. What's going on? And then uh, last year when I closed, uh, I worked with uh, Peaky Blinders um, on the Bob Dylan song to close their final scene. That was a total nip, nip yourself moment as well when I when that came out on on television. That that night it finally came out. I I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> that was yeah. That was very strange. Very good. Lisa, we're going to wrap up and I w we're going to share a piece of music. What should we share? And then we'll give the details of where people can get tickets for the, the uh, Canadian gigs. Um, it's your choice. What do, do you have? Um, is there anything? Well, your most recent one, like I, there was a few of them and they're so wonderful. And, and But you, I know you have a, a recent one, but you tell me what, what you'd like us to share. Uh, maybe we'll share a good night with her. Um, <laughs> and, and it's a little bit on someone feeling um, it's quite um, emotional today. So, and uh, to remind people, you're in Ottawa here on the 15th of August at the Redbird, and you're in Toronto on the 16th of August, and that's at the Drake Underground. And you can get links over to the tickets for those dates and all of other of Lisa's on this tour and that is at lisaoneal.ie that's lisaoneal.ie and um, yeah it's been, it's been a real pleasure and an honour chatting with you Lisa and as I say I'm looking forward to uh, hearing you perform live when you come here to Ottawa Oh thank you Austin and it's a real pleasure for me as well thank you for the opportunity and so looking forward to reaching Canada Your dream. 